0: Welcome to Hindsight Hacking, I'm
1: Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer
0: foresight. And now, as we still bring you these same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way these bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain
1: more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhm.com forward slash toolbox to
0: grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar, because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we
1: absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So
0: without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. All right. What is going on, everybody? Super excited. We have... The one, the only, Miss Jen Neal. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us today. But before I let Jen say anything, let me introduce her a little bit. Now, Jen is... The Tech Nerd Marketing Expert. I had to read that because I love that. The Tech Nerd Marketing Expert that you've been hoping for. She's a known leader because she has what it takes to consistently deliver thriving content through winning strategy and affordable marketing technology. All right. Now, enough of the techno stuff because Jen is a huge Formula One racing fan. So we don't get too many racing fans on this show, at least not publicly. So Jen... First, Thank you so much for joining us and uh, can't wait to talk to you today.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about this.
0: Uh, we
1: are so stoked to have you. I know uh, the last time we talked, we kind of geeked out on a lot of stuff. So <laughs> I'm not going to go too far into it. So it's on the show this time, you know. Yes. So, But let's uh, let's kind of catch the audience up to everything we know about
2: Jen. So why don't you share a little bit more about you? All right. Well, um, I worked in corporate marketing for almost 20 years left and started my own digital agency where I just did like all things digital marketing for about 12 years. And uh, now I am at the tail end of a pivot where I thought was going to take me out of agency work, but has actually fine tuned me into a content marketing agency. So uh, it's been a journey and I love it.
0: (laughs) So, so, so fun. And I absolutely love your stuff, and and we had the pleasure of jumping on your podcast uh, to get to talk to all about podcasting. So, for anybody that's watching, you can you can catch that uh, content toolbox episode number eighty eight, and the three of us get to talk about podcasting at that point. But, but Jen, you've got you do podcasting, you do blogs. Like, tell us tell us all the fun stuff you get to play around in. (laughs)
2: Well, I, you know, I really, in working with a lot of other agencies or a lot of other companies in my agency, um, I kind of had the opportunity to like peek under the hood, right, of what's going on in all these different businesses. And so when I decided that I wanted to make a pivot myself, uh, I really paid attention to what were the things that, like, what were the trends that all the successful people had and what was missing from the people who were not super successful, and it really like it all came down to having that online authority which came from really great content and a connected system and so i just kind of wrapped my head around that really what i was looking at is we as digital marketers are awesome like come on here and get on a podcast talk and do all the fun things we'll love to do that right does anybody ever want to write a blog like no Nobody ever. And what I really wanted to do was figure out how can we take the core content we are already producing and leverage that in a way that actually attracts the traffic that we're after, that actually increases our exposure from repurposing, uh, and that brings people into a central system. So we, we help with refining your message, content repurposing, and then a master traffic controller website um designed to kind of help people find all things you really
1: <laughs> nice massive traffic what'd you call it supporter website
2: master traffic controller website
0: traffic controller
1: okay talk to me about that like that <laughs> sounds exciting like what is what is that
2: well it you know it's essentially an authority site but i i love looking at history trends and so when digital marketing or when like online marketing first started all people had to do was put up a website and it had whatever they were doing and what they were selling and everybody kind of poked around. And then we realized that, uh, entrepreneurs are really easily distracted with squirrels and shiny things. And yeah, Corey, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Corey. But, uh, what, what that's where really funnels came from, or squeeze pages or whatever, you know, that, takes away all of those distractions. So I believe that the age of, of taking away all the options is kind of like swinging back in terms of the pendulum, because how many times have you even done this? Seen some Facebook ad or seen something that was like, Oh, that looks interesting. Or who is this person? Right. And you go back to research it. Cause you know, if you click, you're going to be pixeled. And you're going to be in their funnel and you're like, I'm not ready for that level of commitment yet. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so you go back to a research it. Well, if you go back to a research it and you don't find anything, then all of a sudden the credibility and everything that that marketer has done is lost. Right? So what the, the idea of the master traffic controller site is we're taking SEO principles in a way that's easy for digital marketers to identify and adopt because you're leveraging content you've already produced, but we're capturing that Google juice. And when people come into that site, they can see every opt-in every program, every blog post, like they can get to know like, and trust you and then engage when they're ready.
0: Yes. Love that. And, you know, I think some, some might call that kind of, uh, you got the invisible funnel or you know like all the stuff that's that's on that back end uh, that that you know we I think many just take for granted right like you have your beautiful business page and and then you take for granted that people aren't are, are, are just gonna magically choose there right like you, you forget that they can go backdoor because people have gotten smarter right so I love that uh, but tell us you know, Tell us about like overall you're in the content game. You're you're out there teaching people how to take a piece of content and get 30 pieces of content. You're you're doing master classes or workshops. And then you keep having you've got the racing theme going on all the time. So I love I love the racing stuff. We'll get into that deeper in a second. But yeah, just walk us through some of these these programs, but and more importantly, like why? You know, why are you why the the content, why, why is that, you know, important for you?
2: Why is it important? Such a great question. It's, um, I I think the reason I do so many different workshops and things is because it kind of depends on where you're at in the content marketing journey. Um, but really if you think about it, we can come out here and I can talk with you guys or you can go be guests. Like you came guest on my podcast, but we get, in these places where we think we know what our customers want um, that may or may not be true. We also are really good at talking jargon or terms or things that are just in our world, which feel like second nature. But if you think about from a completely cold traffic, somebody who's just content aware, I mean, sorry, just problem aware that they're like, Oh man, I have this problem. How am I going to solve it? they may not be searching for the same terms that we want to talk about and so just because you're producing content if you're like i'm gonna go produce a content right and then i'm gonna do content repurposing if if you're repurposing something that doesn't resonate or land with people then basically you're just like you're just creating a whole bunch of Spam, essentially, because if you're posting all that out on Facebook or Instagram, like whatever, and it isn't getting grabbed, then the platform thinks, oh, you're just putting spam out. So it really makes so much sense to pay attention to what are people actually looking for? And that's why we get into the SEO part, because we're like, what are the terms? How are they trying to solve their problem? And then how do I bridge what they think they need into what it is that I know can actually help them. So it it starts with crafting that message and then we can talk about repurposing it, but all of that has to lay on a super strong foundation because I'm, I know I'm going on really long here. Can I finish one more point? No, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm taking notes, you're no, good. We're just, We've got our pens ready, we're ready to go. So, yeah, it's keep, keep teaching, <laughs> yeah, you're good.
2: <laughs> the, in working with all these businesses over the years, one of the biggest problems that I saw is that we develop programs in silos. So we're like, I'm going to go create this amazing program. And we build a funnel and we drive ad traffic to it. And it converts. And it's awesome. But that's like, I mean, most companies there, you're converting it like a 2% overall, right? 2% can make millionaires all day long. But what about the other 98%? And maybe they really like you, but they aren't ready for that program yet. Or maybe they're already past ready for that and they're like, okay, I really like you, what else do you have that can serve me better? And so I kept seeing that people were marketing these individual different programs and there wasn't a connectivity between them. There was no nurture or here's how else I can serve you. And so, Tons of this traffic was just dropped and lost even though they're already paying for it because all they're doing is marketing that one, the one thing. So as soon as you have a strong framework that connects your entire value ladder and connects all of your content in different ways that you can help people, then they're able to learn about you really get to know, like, and trust you and engage where they need.
1: I, I love that. So <laughs> uh, we, I've been calling that a value map. So instead of a value ladder, mm-hmm. a state value map. Because if you if all three of us went to Disneyland, okay, Corey would go to Space Mountain, you'd go to the castle, I would go to Kitty Land. At some point, we're all gonna hit all the parts of Disneyland because there's a map that tells you where to go in Disneyland
2: or exactly. Disney World,
1: right? The the value map is the same thing, right? I don't. All of our stuff is connected in our in our agency in our world. I don't care if they come in at the free, the two hundred, the five thousand, the ten thousand. It doesn't matter because it's something that they needed at that particular moment that we can help solve. But we also don't upcharge or sell them into something else. They'll walk through the map. If they find something that works for where they are, we're there. Yep. I love that. I love that. Okay. So when you are talking with people and you're helping them understand these, what's some of the pushback you're getting?
2: Um, The big thing is really, I'm going to wrap it all into time, frustration, overwhelm. So there's one, I don't want to produce more content than I'm already producing time. Um, and then second is probably the technology overwhelm is I don't understand how this platform works, or I don't even know how I'm going to set up a site or how do these things link together. So um, you get, as soon as, as soon as the brain becomes frustrated and overwhelmed, then everything shuts down and you just go right back to, I know that I can buy ads and it's going to send traffic right here and I'll make money, which is true. But with this system in place, like you can, you can easily like double 10 X, uh, you can infinitely scale your ROI off of the things you're already doing.
0: Perfect. So, you know, I, I can already tell how you, you're getting passionate or like, Oh, people can like, they just need to open their eyes, right? Like they could can, stick they can do this. I would love to hear a real life story of somebody that, walked in and they were overwhelmed with tech or they just had no idea. And, and you don't have to drop names unless you want to drop a name, but ultimately like tell us the story of how they went from where they came to you and walked away with that 10 X return or walked away with, within, you know, something so fun, like a real life story of, of, of that would be awesome. Mm,
2: So awesome. Okay. Have a couple narrow it down. Um, all right. So, I'll actually come at this kind of from the tech standpoint here. A couple of different examples. One, um, so I have somebody who came to me and she knows technology like really well. Um, She's used to building membership sites and everything. So she's actually already in on all the tech stuff. But she's like, I'm producing a podcast. I'm producing Um, I do my emails, but I don't get how all of the pieces need to connect together. So she just kind of needed a whole map, which essentially gave her a plan. As soon as she had a plan, then she knows, um, well, let me back up just a little bit. So the plan has to come also with KPIs that we're measuring along the way. And we know (laughs) that, that, you know, this needs to be fixed and we know it will be working when the numbers are X. And so we're able to walk through and and find all of the leaky holes by creating that kind of map that connects all the dots. So we're able to find, all right, here's the places we need to fix, bolster, whatever. And these are the numbers we we should be expecting. So then with that, then she um, has just started engaging a Facebook ad agency who is sending traffic, but we are already able to increase the efficiency of the, that traffic because we're seeing people come in and then we're retargeting back and we can see search volume increasing. So we've already over doubled the traffic to her website and her ads are performing at about two X right now. And they're just getting started. So, um, And then one other example i will say is is a completely different person so somebody in this industry here who has um had somebody build for them an authority website that was not completely well optimized and when i say optimized like we're talking to the google gods here (laughs) so so we want we want to not only optimize for content and what the words and things should be, but we also really want to pay attention to um, how fast is it, how does it work on mobile. Um, you know, there's Google's constantly coming out with these different measures, and so we want to make sure that the sites are like performing the best because the higher performing sites get served up with information, right? So we are currently working on reworking somebody's site who already had one and he doesn't know how to work on it he doesn't know how to update it and at this point it hasn't been touched for several years the content hasn't been added to and it's almost even worse because then people do find him it's like old outdated content and old outdated design and so when when we put this program together building these sites we make sure that there is basically continued, <laughs> continued education training uh, <laughs> where, you know, where, you know, like it, we're taking away those technology hurdles. So it's easy for you to go in and, and update it and add things in. And you have the measurements to be able to say, yes, this is still performing well, or no, we've dropped below a certain level. And I know that we need to optimize it.
1: No, I, I, I love that because that's, I think that's what attracted just how we work together on things because you like to teach people so they can take a skill. We like to teach people so they can take a skill, right? And and a lot of people are like, well, you're working yourself out of a job. Maybe, but there's plenty of work out there, right? Yeah. And if you treat the, the client right, there's a thing called a referral, which <laughs> then you get, and then Imagine. Then you don't have to pay for ads, right? That That's yep. how it works. It's it's a referral because you did the right thing and gave them value. And in return, they're like, I think you're doing great. Here's something else I need done. Or right. here's someone else that you can help. Yep. Right? And, and that's, that's huge. So I, I love the KPI conversation. That's like speaking business to me because I, I love KPIs. <laughs> How do you help people like as a coach? Okay, coach, we need to measure some KPIs. And they're like, I don't know. I coach people. Give some examples to those coaches out there that maybe are struggling to understand what, what KPIs to even measure.
2: Mm-hmm. Such a great question. Um, and I know that this could go like super nerdy, but we'll try to keep it, there it out.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your bio. I already warned people the moment you, we introduced I you know. that we, we got the tech nerd on the on the show. So let's geek Back out real free. Let's go deep, and uh, we can have enough techno babble that it might scare one or two people away, but the majority will be all excited. Yep. Now,
1: if Corey hangs up, then we have a problem. But that's <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, so we just gotta watch Corey for the okay. Kitchen. All right. Um, so where I really like to start is kind of backing this all up so high level to really say, you know, that the goals for wanting to do content marketing can be so different. Generally, it's people who are like, I want to scale my business using the work I'm already doing. So we're looking for a time leverage. Um... (laughs) And sometimes uh, especially with more corporations and stuff it's it's a lot more about brand awareness and just building authority um, sometimes it's super just about building authority and almost a vanity metric so I I have a client that we actually started working with on a on a done for you level and so I made the mistake of jumping right in I'm like all right so we're gonna be measuring like list growth and we want to look at, you know engagement off of our different social platforms and stuff and and really it turns out all she wanted she's like you know I just I like I just really want my own television show okay so ultimately that is going to build authority and bring people in but her immediate goal was I'm looking for exposure so if you pay attention to what your actual goal is it becomes easier to understand what you want to measure so if you're looking for you know, like we have someone else we're working on content marketing and we're saying, okay, it's not just about the upfront marketing. We want to plug this content into the entire customer journey. And we are seeing a drop off at the higher end of the value ladder. So we really want to focus content in there. So in that case, like we're going to be looking at how is the content being, utilized in there so that comes down to formats and platforms so then we want to look at those formats and platforms so for that we're doing mostly um, email and video engagement that we have so we want to measure what are our open rates what are our click-through rates um, what are our purchase rates for the programs um, what are our attrition rates for people that are falling out and so based on knowing this is the part that we're focusing on we look at, I guess, I guess if I had to break it down, it would be like, what are we actually trying to accomplish? Where are we posting? Um, how are we using the content? And like, what are the measurements around those? So we know what to measure, where we are and how we can increase. That was a really long answer. Did I, I, I love get that. there? I
0: loved all of it. it was <laughs> yes, so first it was not a long answer by the way. Um, but I would love, I want, I would love for you to, Go a little deeper because one thing I took from that, it is so important to know the client goals, right? Like if, if you serve clients, if you serve people, if you're a coach and, and they came to you for a certain reason, like we all got to know what that reason is. We got to know mm-hmm. what the goal is. So how, how do you make sure that you know that the person that you're working with just needs that TV show? Like what's your normal kind of routine in that? Uh, whether it's pre sale or the moment that you onboard them or, you know, just really, where's your, your, uh, direction go on that.
2: Mm, fantastic question. Okay. So I actually, um, in fact, I'm actually doing a workshop where I'm walking through this exact same process, uh, here in April. So I don't even have the sign-up page yet, but it'll all be there later. So, um, what i do is actually start with i call it the core strategy so i've created an acronym because i love how katherine jones does all of that just (laughs) right so so i start off with what we call the core strategy and so we dial in right from the very very beginning so under core we have um understanding what content marketing is and how it can be used in your business So I walk through my whole, I've actually visualized how content marketing fits into your business and it kind of came out. I love Ron that you were saying, it looked like a map, uh, a value map because yeah, I kind of pictured it that way and it ended up looking like this death star kind of thing. And that's become like the joke now. So, (laughs) but we start with that so that, so that, you can understand how content can be used to attract new people and also to engage people, and then to sell and to elevate, um, and then, of course, for referrals. So the entire value letter or your entire customer journey. Uh, so we start with understanding the basics, and then we dive into um, I, I won't go through the whole acronym for you guys because it gets kind of long, but <laughs> we go through really fine tuning what is the avatar and what are the pain points that we're actually trying to solve for? And then what are the, um, what is your customer value journey? What does your whole customer journey look like? What is your value ladder? And we actually map out the, how the pain points of the customer along the journey, because the pain points change as they learn, grow and progress. So we actually map out, Uh, how the pain fits and then where your programs and products fit. And then we apply stories to each one of those levels and we say, okay, here's how we're going to be telling a story to help bridge them from this to the next gap. Um, And then, and we see where the holes are and that's where we start. So if they have no idea what they want to do, we can very quickly assess here is, here's kind of the low spot in your business. And we start with that on low hanging fruit.
1: Definitely. I no I love it I love it so the piece that you know again being the agency and helping people through that piece it's it's the getting them to go tell the story and getting them to understand the importance of said story in said offer so it's relatable right yes. that's that's the whole purpose of the story becoming relatable and helping them understand and putting that customer in the story, right? What's, what's some of the things that you do to help your clients understand the value and the importance of said story?
2: I love this question. Okay. So, so what I love to do is since we're already mapping out the pain points and where people are at, we can focus right here and we know, okay, the core of the story is around this pain point. So you already have an emotion tied to what that pain point is. You also know what your outcome is going to be. So you have something that is tied to solving that problem. Like you have a product program or service that's that's tied to that. Um, So what I love to do is kind of there's so many different ways that you can bridge stories around this, but it's either tied to that core emotion of what the pain is or if you're looking at it from the from the how i'm solving that pain or that problem um why then i then i start asking why so why is this program important why is it so important to have a master traffic controller website Okay, well, because we want to have more people in, you know, and I just keep asking why, why, why until we get to a place where, I mean, like with the master traffic controller site, I can drill that one all the way down and even say, I can get to a place where it's like, I am suffering from, um, imposter syndrome, but putting all of this out here shows that I actually do have the you know, authority and heck, here's how we help other people. So there's, you can drill down by keep asking why, why, why until you get to a place where you're identifying some emotion. And then I say, OK, when's another time in my life when I felt that same way? And typically, I try to share personal stories that are not necessarily business stories unless I'm supporting with like another client story. But I love to do that because then it helps people get to know me personally. And I can tell a story about selling Girl Scout cookies and how I was so frightened in that moment to go ring the doorbell and make the ask, but how important it was and how rewarding it was. And that's that's the same thing that we're going to provide in this program because I'm able to like flip that around. Right. So we do it all through all through mapping and a lot of spreadsheets.
0: Okay, Okay, Corey, hold on.
1: Hold on, Corey. I have another question because I know everybody, everybody's wanting to know this. And and I just it's really important. Super important. It's it's super favorite girl scout cookie and why.
2: (laughs) That is very important. Um that's tough. I think I have to go with the thin mints because you can freeze them and then they're smaller yes, so you can eat more right? still,
0: well, You can freeze all of them. So I don't know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> I, I like, <laughs> is it the Simones? Simones? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Tag alongs. Here's the
1: problem. Yeah. Tag-alongs right again.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. So here, here's the problem with the Girl Scout cookies. One, I will eat the box. The box before God, I have a problem. Like we talked earlier about Ares's like eating a whole bunny. Right. (laughs) And now I'm talking cookies. Dang it. I'm hungry.
0: Yeah. Gina wants some, some, uh, thin mints as well. So Gina, Gina's watching the queen here. All right. So (laughs) this is, this is you totally derailed what I was going to ask. We're talking cookies, Corey. You messed me up, but I'm going to, I'm going to circle back then to uh, a question that doesn't quite flow, but it gets us back on track. I think, uh, your visibility process and, and plan, you you obviously have the podcast that it's, you know, close to 90 episodes in. You have your blog and you're consistent with that every week, right? Like those are two things to say or to, that that we know of, but kind of what's your strategy with your own personal visibility? Or visibility?
2: Oh, I love it. And way to retarget us back on track. It's fantastic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I get good at retargeting us because I just to him. work
1: with me all the time, like, right? It's like right. purely ten
0: retargeting ten... daily, it's like, Ron, that like is like a 10 work. minute conversation, and we're having to retarget him. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. All right. So, so my personal plan of like how I'm running this in my business, yeah,
0: yeah, just, um, just your visibility and all that.
2: All right. So, full transparency. So when I first started publishing a podcast, much, much like their entrepreneur who wants to be like, oh, I'm supposed to publish every day. And so we just start talking. <laughs> right. So I mean, and it's good because in that process, you find your voice. So when I very first started, the only thing that we were really focusing on was really content repurposing. I'm like, here's how we're going to take this. And we're going to repurpose all this content. And when we first started, we were doing a lot like what you guys are doing with like something like 40 different repurposing things from every episode. And I'm like, we're going to have content for days. It's awesome. Um, and it and it is. And some of it lands, but not all of it does. And so what I realized is that it felt like there was wasted effort. And I am so all about efficiency. So it started from the efficiency. I'm like... okay, Okay. can we do a little bit of repurposing to test out each of the episodes and the methods and what we're talking about and stuff and then see what kind of lands as like phase one and those ones that win, then we move them into phase two and say, okay, now we'll go create another 40 pieces of content. And so that kind of started tweaking the repurposing process. And then on the flip side is I also said, all right, How come we're not like we're talking about talking about content marketing? We should be attracting some of this stuff, right? Well, it turns out that some of the search volume where people are actually looking for, how do I get help around these things? They're not searching for content in the marketing they're searching for, how do I drive more traffic to my website? So then I realized, okay, we need to put some of the research up front so that I know that I can talk about the way that you drive more traffic to your website is by engaging in a content marketing strategy, but we can pull in that traffic. So then it became more about like phrasing, uh, creating the right terms on the front end. And so we started, so that's where I started focusing there. So fast forward to in, um, almost a month. Exactly. Actually in April 8th will be episode 100 of our podcast and actually talking with you guys, I was like, huh, I just figured it was over and done and I just moved forward. And that's stuff that would live out there but it wouldn't necessarily be relating. But you guys totally gave me the idea. And I'm like, okay, here's how you guys repurposed yours. I can relaunch. And so while this entire time I've gotten benefit because I've been repurposing the content and using some of that, now I'm actually gonna go and put re-reuse that content and put more authority building in front of it so that I'm leveraging that to help build my list, boost my authority by leveraging guests, um, and just really taking advantage of the whole process kind of second time around.
1: (laughs) No, that is, we're excited for your hundredth because that's always fun. Uh, I know we had a lot of fun with doing it. I would not suggest doing a live for five hours on Facebook, (laughs) my only suggestion (laughs) <laughs> yes
2: i took that one to heart
1: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that was crazy uh, or just plan appropriately food and breaks that's all i gotta say yeah right. <laughs> plan appropriately and you'll be fine um okay so you're going to be doing some repurposing repurposing right Yep. so reread re-re- <laughs> <Yep>. re-re- <laughs> all right so all those people that have monstrous amount of content it it can be reused, right?
2: thousand percent. Good content lives on forever.
0: Love it. Love it. (laughs) So let's, let's dive in to our one question that we get to ask everybody. And that is around hindsight. And so just thinking about, think about your first year in business. Think about the struggles, the challenges, the wins, the opportunities. And, what do you wish you knew sooner? What, what did you have to learn the hard way that you're like, oh, oh my gosh, this would have happened so much faster if the light bulb would have came on a little bit sooner. What's what's that uh, that story you get to tell us to help people feel that emotion as they hear this story?
2: Yeah, <sighs> such a great question. And I've been like, how am I going to answer this? But <laughs> um, I think... So I'm going to come out from both a tactical and a mindset side, because it kind of ended up being like yin and yang for me. Um, So when I first started, I mean, I have heard forever, the riches are in the niches, like niche down your business. You can't, you know, and I'm like, I am niched. I do marketing automation. Like I really wasn't like at all. (laughs) And so understanding the importance of just because you can doesn't mean you should, um, and really, yeah. just the 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 stronger power of no. I think to be able to say no, nope, this this is my lane. I'm going to stay in it.
0: Wait, wait, what's that word? I don't think I've ever heard that word.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Repeat after me.
0: <laughs> hold on,
2: gonna, I can't. <laughs> my partner
0: it. doesn't know that word either, so I don't hold, know. On,
2: hold, on.
1: hold on. you want me to do it, Corey? I haven't no. Do it, do it.
0: Okay, hold on. on. Hold on. Uh oh, different show. <laughs> different show. Had to play it. Sorry. Oh. Sorry um, to interrupt the story. Uh, we uh, oftentimes don't say no, and we probably should. But uh, so I wanted to make an emphasis of that. So thank you for so saying true. it. Continue. Yeah,
2: it is so true. I and and. I mean literally that got me in trouble for so many years and I just kept kind of chasing this like I'm trying to scale the business but then I have to hire more people and specialize in this and and finally when I just said no this is this is what we're doing then I then I actually realized the power of niching down and the power of niching down I thought was going to be just in how I can build and scale a business where I can help more people without wanting to pull my hair out um but what it also did is it instilled more it it completely instilled the confidence and belief in myself and i think that the that when you have that belief and confidence in yourself then you can turn around and promote what you're doing your niche services and say no more often which leads to more confidence which like it's just this spiral so that that's my takeaway, I guess. <laughs> gotcha.
1: Corey asked me something.
0: Something. No, no, <laughs>
1: I'm just practicing. Right, right. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. All right, Jen. I have absolutely loved our time and we thank you so much for spending some of your day with us. And I know there's people out there that are like, yep, yeah, she's talking to me. How can people find you? Where can they connect with you?
2: The best place to go is to the virtualgen.com And that is our authority site cobbler shoes, always in needing of, <laughs> work. but you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, it, it is where we have all of our stuff, all of our opt-ins programs, all that kind of good stuff in our blogs. So good information. Nice. Yes.
0: And it's a, it's a very good looking site. It's clean, easy to find things, easy to use. Uh, so I, I like it. I, whether it's under construction or not, I, I like the setup. I like how you, uh, had the flow of it. So anyway, I just thought I'd say, uh, Jen, thank you so much much for joining us today. Thanks for talking content. Thanks for going techie nerdy deep with us and, uh, look forward to that hundred hundredth episode coming soon.
2: You guys will hear all about it. Thanks so much for having me on. And yeah, you'll definitely be part of the, uh, part of the upcoming contest. We'll see if we can get you up there to win the leaderboard. Oh, can I oh contest. We get
0: to be competitive with somebody. So uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, Ron and I will try to win that. That's for sure. I don't, I don't know what it is, but we'll try to get the bragging rights at least. Yes, for sure. So, all right, thanks so much, awesome. Jen. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, you guys. Bye. All right, everyone. I hope you're enjoying what you heard. You can, Get the re re of your contents. You can repurpose it, uh, but definitely take the time to to make sure it is landing before you keep keep going. So, Ron, a couple takeaways. I assume you have some.
1: Yes. I want to make sure it it flows together nicely. So, give me one second. One, All right. Two. Three. Here we go. Couple things. It's weird how things work because she mentioned some things that we were on another call right before this call that similarly was said. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is funny, right? And ironically, if if you watch one of the shareables today, it's about if things keep coming to you, it means you're on the right track, right? So things keep coming to us. But the one thing that people I think are struggling with that will help them in their business as a takeaway is speak to your customer as your customer where they are now to get them to understand in your content, since you have to connect your content in a map setting, not a ladder straight up and down, but all (laughs) over, right? Yeah. It's gotta make sense. It's gotta make sense. And if it's crazy, I promise you. And here's the last part, niche down enough to have a map that makes sense that you're speaking to your customers in a way that they understand your map because you've reached down to get them into your map in the first place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is funny because even yesterday we had a conversation with a client and I was like, you get to pitch us coming on Wednesday, you get yep. to pitch us and yep. the, the stories you need to tell are talking to your, like pretending you're the client, pretending yep. you are going to tell those stories uh that makes sense from where they are not not necessarily even though we might not be that person but you know what i mean like it was all about that same exact exact flow but but it's something that that again jen was talking about she, she talked a lot about kpis in general right right like that one yeah and so whether it was from a coach or somebody that's you're doing a service for right there's got to be a way uh to track it Right. Like track, you gotta find a way to measure it and then and then see like what is landing. Cause yeah, we have tons of content out there and there's a strategy and a reason for it, but some of it we know is not landing. Some right. of it we know could be better and in and, and so many ways. And so uh, that is again, I think the third time this week we've talked about KPIs with different people. So I I love that that resonated. Uh, there's a few things that we're gonna do for our own KPI measurements, right? So the conversation is super relevant. So, all right, everyone, it's been a blast. I hope you learned a little bit. Uh, if you want to learn more, head to the virtual gen. Uh, if, you, if you're if you not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Head on over, facebook.com, forge slash groups, forge last profits with. And you'll probably hear that in the outro because, you know, I want to make sure you hear it enough times to come join. Profits with. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with.
1: Guys, we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible, get more traffic, and get more
0: sales. That's right, Ron. And every time someone's in our group, we get to share all the tips, the tricks, and everything that you can get profits with from your summits, your challenges, your workshops, your podcasts, your vodcasts, and so much more. Guys, thank you.